Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We now return to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEI. Well, you know, again, there's a Sunday morning where you look at each other and say there's not much to talk about. But today, it's October 7th, 8th, whatever the heck it is. There's a lot to talk about. It's the 8th. It's just in. But Tim Tim Welsh, you started with the uh, college football. Uh, I'm a fan now. When I know you've always been a fan of college football, but and I've heard this too nationally, college football is better than the NFL. It is. It is. On a weekly basis, the games are better. I know the ratings are higher in the NFL, but the games are better. And that's no more evident than what you saw last night with, and I know, again, while you were sleeping, Arizona nips, or, or USC nips Arizona in triple overtime, thanks to the magician Caleb Williams, uh, the Miami decision not to take a knee, which you'll hear about if you haven't already today. Oof. Georgia Tech beat them. As you pointed out, Mario Cristobal is making $7 million a year, and he makes that decision not to take a knee. I have no idea what he was thinking. Zero. I mean, he's uh, thinking about his dinner plans already. I mean, he wasn't awake. I mean, how do you not take a knee? You hand the ball off with 20 seconds to go. Take the knee, and the game is over. Then you can go have your steak. It's just <laughs> unbelievable, these coaches. I mean, some they fall asleep. It's, it's, what are you doing? Like, Where does it come what does it all go wrong? I don't get it. I mean, you, you sat on the side, you stood on the sideline for years. You were focused. You were a hell of a coach. And I know, you know, as you said, you had your moments, but of course we all have moments. We all make mistakes, but that's a huge mistake. Like glaring. That, that's a mistake you can't make. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I, I still wake up in the middle of the night thinking that uh, why the heck did I press Texas uh, with a tie score with five seconds to go and they went the length of the court and PJ Tucker made a shot at the buzzer. And I'm like, why am I, why am I pressing with five seconds to go? I watched that tape. And I, I told uh, my son, like, what am I doing? This is horrible coaching. <laughs> you know, like we should have been back getting our defense. So we should have back, been back in a zone probably, but you know, you make those mistakes, but 
you know, th- those are flip of the coin sometimes, but not kneeling at the end of the game is, is just, it's, it's fireable almost. It's unbelievable. It that, you know, it's, it's, it's lack of clock awareness or clock awareness. It's ha- having some guy tap you on the shoulder and say, uh, Hey, Tim, Hey, Mario, you better make, you better call or forget about timeout. Take a knee, run the clock out in the game, remain unbeaten. You're 17th in the country. You're rolling in the ACC. You're playing a mediocre Georgia tech team. And then you give Georgia tech the ball back. They go 74 yards in 24 seconds. Just after Miami had the option to kneel down and, you just go down there and let them, you give them life. You know, the biggest thing in sports is momentum. We've heard that a million times. You just gave Georgia Tech momentum. You just gave them a spark. You gave a quarterback who's pretty good in Haynes King an ability to go down and rally that team and say, hey, let's, we're going to throw this ball up for grabs and see what happens. We're going to win the game. And they did. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, where's the offensive coordinator? Where is he? as well i mean Correct. that's it's like you know why are you mate why aren't you screaming in the ear of the coach and telling him that uh, this is what we need to do so that's uh, what makes it fun i mean but like you said the college the college game uh the atmospheres is really what i love about it i mean that oklahoma texas game can you imagine playing in that game or coaching in that game that's that's high high level i mean that was the highest level and it was good to see oklahoma uh, Second-year coach. I mean, he was criticized last year. He had a rough year, but uh, it looks like they're back. Looks like they're back. And uh, your Irish uh, went down to Louisville last night. And <laughs> with it shows you what coaching can do at Louisville. They've got Steve Brum, and he's you know, at his hometown and came from Purdue. He went to Louisville, and he's turned things around very quickly there. Uh, Louisville's tr- Louisville's a really tough out. You know why they're tough out? Jeff Brom makes sure that they are ready to roll. And that's a cliche again, but here's what I mean by that. He is an aggressive offensive coach. He will do anything he can do to make sure that you have to defend the entire width of the field and length of the field. And that's not easy to, to, to put together every week. I know he's got the athletes. It's a little easier when you do have the athletes. You have the gunslinger. You brought in a quarterback that he knew exactly who he wanted a quarterback and this kid Plummer from California. And he coached him at Purdue as well. He brought him in and he said, that's my guy. He's a drop back quarterback. We're going to stretch the field. We got athletes on the perimeter, which is what you need in college football. And oh, by the way, New England Patriots, you need them in the NFL and you don't have them. So you stretch the field. You have a quarterback that's a good decision maker and you're going to work. And that's what Brom does. That's why I think he'd be a terrific NFL coach. I'm sure he's very happy at Louisville. But if he does make the bleep, I think he's a terrific ad for any NFL team as a head coach. I really like the guy. He's different. He's quirky. We could talk with Pete Cronin about that. They, Pete mentioned when BC was playing Louisville, he's a throwback. You'd like this. You know what he mentions all the time? You watch his interviews online. It's all about two words, hard work, period. That's what we pride ourselves on. It's a little boring. It's not great copy, but that's who he is. And they proved it last night. Notre Dame is we- a weird team. They're very up and down. I like Hartman. We all get intoxicated by that quarterback. I get it. But there's still something missing. And I don't know if it's a Marcus Freeman thing. I don't know if it's a thing. Oh, I think it's thing. a Marcus Freeman thing. I, I really do watching them. And they commit a lot of bad penalties. They're not good fundamentally. I, you know, they, they are sloppy out there in the field. They've got more talent than 
And most teams that they played this year and, you know, with the 12 men on the field, two straight plays against Ohio State, yep. you know, just making a lot of mistakes. They make a lot of mistakes, fundamental football, you know, and I think that's that comes right down from the coach. You know, you don't tighten, you have to tighten that up. And uh, that's Notre Dame. That's cost them a couple of times this year already. Is he overwhelmed? I mean, do you, do you see that maybe I know you don't probably watch Notre Dame every week and I've seen them a good, good amount, but I, I see a little bit of the fact that he might be overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, was he ready to take over that position? Who knows? I mean, that's a, that's a monster job as we know. And, you know, every week you're playing, you know, the top level, the highest level, you're on national TV every week and you're playing a huge, big, big schedule. And uh, that's, that's a problem. I mean, they were lucky to get out of Duke with the win actually. And, you know, yep. so yeah, they've got, they've got a lot of good players, but they've got, they, they, the fundamental part of the game is what Notre Dame lacks. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's an issue. And it, it, can you believe that we're talking about fundamentals and the New England Patriots or the lack thereof and the fact that they get out coached every week and the fact that Mike McCarthy ran circles around Bill Belichick last week and the fact that Mac Jones is throwing the ball up for grabs and throwing it across his body and throwing pick sixes and not recognizing he has to play within the offense. He talked about that for the record this week, which I've never heard a quarterback say that he's not dealing well with the offensive scheme and he has to be better in that. And good for Mac, I guess, for standing up there and admitting it. But the fact that they're so off kilter and on on the wrong page and this 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 nefarious game plans and what they want to establish and their offensive line is terrible, absolutely horrible. You you have no weapons, which I've been saying for three years, and it's still the case. And you know you a head coach that clearly is on the hot seat. Stop it. Just stop it. Like I heard Mike Lombardi with their boy Mad Dog Russo on Friday when I was driving to West Point, and he was like adamant that Belichick's not on the hot seat. I know why he's adamant because he's a Belichick guy, but he's sounding it sounded so stupid. It's like Mike, you watch the NFL, you watch the games. Belichick is not who he was. He's not a good coach right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably time. You know, it's and that's with all due respect to a guy who's done very done more than any other coach as far as winning championships. That doesn't mean he's, you know, I heard uh, Ty Law saying this week, you know, wait a minute. When I was in my third year in the NFL, or when, then when I was in my 12th year in the NFL, uh, I was different, you know, and, and we all know, you know, age, age gets you. Yes. And, and everybody in different ways. And it's with all due respect, but. You know, when you are at that age, uh, in your 70s, you've got to fi figure out that if you can still do it and want to do it, which I think he can, but you've got to release some of your responsibility to younger, innovative people, that people that are, and change your philosophies or let somebody else change your philosophies. And you're still the figurehead co head coach and make the important decisions, but let it, other people come up with new fresh ideas i mean you've watched miami over the last couple of years jim laranaga is in his late 70s they were in the final four last year Great and do you, th do you think he still does the same amount of work as far as game planning himself and putting stuff in and recruiting that he did when he was 45 no he doesn't that, that'd no. be impossible 
but he's still the head coach. He makes the important decisions. You know, he's he's the guy in charge. He's the leader. There's no doubt about it. But he's got young guys around him that are going out and pounding the pavement, bringing in top 10 players in the country, you know, helping out in practice and putting in their offensive systems. That's what you need if you're going to coach into your 70s. And, uh, you know, you look around the country and, you know, some guys say, I can't do this anymore. You saw Roy Williams step away. You saw Coach K step away. Coach Beheim step away. I mean, Sometimes you got to just realize, look in the mirror and say, listen, I can't do it at the level I, I want to do it at anymore. And uh, I think he can still do it, but they need a major overhaul with their thinking, their philosophy, their drafting, how they operate the whole system, then how they go out and plan on picking up free agents, how they draft, and then on the last piece being their actual scheme on offense, which is antiquated at best. So, and, and so – how about this, Tim? Like, I heard this this week, and I every time I hear these draft draft mistakes, it drives me insane. Like, you, you draft Isaiah Wynn, what five years ago at twenty four, and sitting there, or there twenty, I think it was it was before uh, DJ Moore went, and DJ Moore is on the board. And you had a chance to get DJ Moore, who's turned into a top five NFL receiver. We saw that the other night, what he was doing uh, for Chicago against Washington. He's a terrific player. I saw him in college. If Again, one of those things. I see him. I say, that guy's going to be a good NFL player. All right, let's go look at him. He was at Maryland. Terrific. He can, he's a game breaker. He's on the board. You need a receiver. But you go for Isaiah Wynn, a kid out of Georgia who, whatever, Probably a decent player. I don't know. I'm sure, he was fine in Georgia. They drafted him for a reason. But the guy, the playmakers on the board, and you pick a guard like that. The Cole Strange thing we talked about ad nauseum. I get it. People are sick of hearing that. Too bad. Those are the mistakes that crush you, Bill Belichick. You get crushed by those mistakes, and that's why you're four games under 500 in your last 54 games. Those mistakes. You've been a really bad team in the last 54 games. DJ Moore's on the board, you don't take him. Zay Flowers is on the board, you don't take him. Jackson Smith and Jigba's on the board, you don't take him. You name the receiver, they don't take him. They take the board, they take the wrong receiver, like Nikhil Harry. They take him. They don't take AJ Brown. They don't take DK Metcalf, but they take Nikhil Harry. So those mistakes pile up, and it's just it's maddening to me as, as a college football guy. I see the talent. They don't. Yeah, it's 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 makes you shake your head and say, what are they doing? That's why I, I think they need a complete overhaul. And I'm not saying the coach has to go. I'm saying they have to pull the power from him on with the free agent signing and the draft. Totally. Okay. He can be a piece of it. And if he doesn't like it, that's too bad because of the fact what they're doing now is a disaster. It's a complete disaster. I mean, they've been passed by. I mean, the Detroit lions have a better, better plan than them now. I mean, that's embarrassing. I mean, how did it get to this? The Detroit Lions with Dan Campbell. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. You know, just you shake your head. And they're kind of an afterthought in the league. And, you know, when they're, when they're not favored at home against the Saints, who have Derek, uh, injured Derek Carr and Jameis Winston as their quarterback, I mean, on a Sunday. I mean, obviously, we know Judon's out. We know Gonzalez is out. And that's a big issue on defense. But it's not about the defense. It's about scoring points. And they, Until they face that reality, it's going to be the same thing. They're just going to spin 
and twisting the wind, especially with this in their divisions, gotten a lot better. They're just very fortunate that Rodgers went down or else they'd be absolutely the worst team in this division. Oh, yeah, I know. It's not even close. You watch Buffalo, Miami. I know you watched some of it last week. Buffalo is terrific. We knew that they'd be good. They're probably better than people thought they would be. Oh, it's like watching Golden State and and uh, Denver play in the playoffs. I mean, up and down and up and down and quick, fast, speed. It's like fast-break basketball on the right. football field. You know, it's really fun to watch. And then you turn – then you get to 425 and you see – Mac Jones, you know, the two-step drop, and he's panicking back there and with no one's open and no one to throw to, and the offensive line can't protect them, and you can't run the ball, and uh, or you don't run the ball. I don't know what the heck happened in the running game. I guess that has goes hand-in-hand hand with no offensive line. So uh, it's just a disaster. I, I don't know where the answers are. If, you, if you're a coach, you go back and you go sit into that meeting room or the film room on a Monday morning after that, you're like, woof. Where where are we getting answers? How are we doing this? How are we how Nothing, are we gonna You're not. You're not. You you just first of all, you don't have a backup quarterback. The backup quarterback's as bad as the first string quarterback. Uh there's so there's no controversy there. Zappy is is not good. Uh and clearly you weren't confident in him in any way in the preseason because you you got rid of him and then and suddenly you bring him back and they're signing guys like Will Greer and you know, guys that plug a hole during practice. And so it starts there. You don't have a quarterback right now, period. That, and that's that's a big time problem. We got to take a break. We'll get into that coming up. We also have Pete Cronin at eight. This is Meter and the Coach, Sports Radio, WEI 103.7. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 